Welcome to the She Yearns Podcast. I am Terry Strange, and I am so thankful you have joined us today. Thank you for being a part of this community. The She Yearns community exists to lead women to desire more of God in everyday life, making Him evident and desirable to others. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, if you are new to the She Yearns podcast, allow me to introduce myself. I am Cherry Strange. I have been married for almost 27 years. We're about to celebrate our anniversary. And we have eight children. Two are biological, and then we added the other six through three different adoptions across about six years. <laughs> I often get the deer in the headlights look from people when I share that information with them. And that's just when we're talking about it. When people see us, they are often more daring <laughs> to make comments like, are they all yours? And that's just way too common. Sometimes it gets a little interesting, like, are you a class? Or this one is also pretty good. Are you on a field trip? Things like that. But my favorite comments come from little kids. Maybe if we're in the grocery store or if we're getting out of the van, something like that, because they just say what they think. They're not trying to figure it out, you know, because we are from three different continents. We look different, but they simply just accept the reality and they say something like, wow, mom, look at that big family. They've got a lot of kids and it's just so sweet. And after the fog clears with an adult and the reality sets in, there's really One main question, if you're a man, what do you drive? And they want to know all about that. But if you're a female, generally you have one thing on your mind. And it it just strikes me so funny because it's over and over again. It is, that's a lot of laundry. Oh, my Lanta, that is a lot of laundry. And I have to say, why, yes, yes, it is. It is an awful lot of laundry that we do every week. So today... I thought I would deviate completely from the norm of what we do on the podcast and dive into some logistics of real everyday life because laundry is God-ordained. It has to be done. And it's one of those elements of regular life that some people really find weighty. One of the keys to victory in my corner of the world is organization. It doesn't have to be the way you would do it, but it has to work for me. And some people can have a horde of kids and not need it like I do, but I really need it. (laughs) I cannot take the chaos. My family thinks that as we've added more people to the family and I've added more responsibility, that I've become more intense rather than sort of loosening up and saying, oh, well, forget it. I can't keep up. But nonetheless, today, I'm going to bring you the answers to your burning question, how does she do it? in regard to laundry, so that you might discover some ideas for your own situation. The first one I'm super excited about, I'm just calling it Bag It. It's my number one best hack, and it costs about a dollar a piece, and you're gonna need a Sharpie. It's worth every penny. With all of those kids and this fad that's come through with mismatching your socks, I always had this basket of socks and underwear to no one. It just drove me crazy. Every load seemed to contain extras and these would stay on my couch unclaimed until I put them in the basket finally. Then the basket would have to go to Goodwill and all I could think of was all that money I had spent on socks and underwear no one was using or claiming. I know it belongs to someone. What in the world? (laughs) I just couldn't understand. 
and then I discovered the mesh bags that people usually use for lingerie. I bought three for each kit. These are super cheap. They have zippers at the top and I labeled each one with their name on it. I put whites or lights or darks and then I handed it to them. I explained what we were going to do. They've been practicing this now for years. It works like a charm. So they take it upstairs to their room or wherever their room is. They put their dirty whatnots in it based on how it's labeled, whether it's white, lights, or darks. And they zip it in the bag, dirty. Then they toss it into the right laundry compartment down in the laundry room so that it can get washed with that load. Then it just goes directly into the washer as is. Then we just toss that puppy right into the dryer. Then when it comes out of the dryer, it goes right into their pile, just like that. And then they just take it back. I have one little daughter. She doesn't even take hers out till she needs it. <laughs> she just takes the whole bag. She puts it in her drawer, just like that. And when she needs the bag again, she empties it out and then she starts over. So however you want to do it, but it's the best idea that has saved me from having that basket. That's my number one tip. My second one is fairly obvious, but we don't do it. We are control freaks, ladies. You know we are. We like to control everything. But what we really need to do is to get some help and teach kids to help or whoever is in your family. Teach them to help. We need to be good instructors about that. Everyone can help with laundry. My motto with my children is, I'm your mom, but I'm not your maid. So we need to do the mom stuff, but you need to do the care stuff for you. So everybody's going to have a certain job with laundry, just like mom's going to have a certain job with laundry. But this is a family affair. Everyone can bring the laundry to a certain location that you designate. And everyone can learn the right places that you want it to be washed. And then I have certain ones whose job it is to take it out. And these jobs have changed over time based on their ages and what responsibility they can have. And really, everybody needs to rotate through and know what to do. So the jobs can kind of change. I also have certain ones who lay it into piles. So once it comes out of the dryer, it's all mixed up. We don't separate the laundry based on people. Then they have to decide whose it is. Well, we have a big family and we have to separate it. I'm not saying it's a foolproof system. My boys have accidentally worn girl skinny jeans to school. <laughs> so I'm not saying it's foolproof, but you know, I didn't have to do it. And they're learning some skills in the process, but everybody can do it. In fact, I have one who is uh, special needs and she can sort. You know, if we can't find it and it's been missing for a while, we know we need to go look in her drawers. She's just making it go away. So everybody knows if you can't find it, go look in her room and pull out her drawer, see if it's there. Invariably, it's there. So it, it's not a foolproof system, but it works for us. Everybody can put their own clothes away. If you haven't taught your people how you want that done and what you can live with and what you can't live with, now is the time to do that because it's going to save you so much time and frustration later. I'm super particular about certain things and I'm not particular at all about other things. You just need to decide what that is for you and teach those skills. Make it easy for them. Does their underwear really need to be folded? I don't know. You have to make that decision. Can you divide their drawers up with empty shoe boxes? You don't really need those fancy uh, dividers. You can use something else, but it does help if they have little compartments that they can put things into. It will help you and save you time down the road. 
it just helps them not have to think about it, but yet it keeps them organized and gives them structure. By 16, they need to be learning the ins and outs of doing their own laundry, the settings that are appropriate to wash their clothes on and how that works, when you hang things and what you should not wash, stuff like that. And then let them begin starting and moving the loads for the whole family over so that by their 18, they're doing their own laundry and yet they're still participating in the family, but they're independent. This is a skill that they have mastered. Teach kids to help because you're striving for independence when they leave the house. I don't care if it's a boy or a girl or what their skill level is, they can all participate. The third one is to designate a laundry time or day, whatever you can live with. Should you have a designated laundry day or should you just do it all the time? That's really a personal choice, but I need it to go away at some point in uh, the week. It's probably my need for clean and orderly, so this may not be necessary for you. We have everyone bring their clothes down and sort them on a Thursday. That's just a day that has worked for me. That gives me time to get it done over the course of a few days. I tried to get it all done before the weekend at one time, but that's, it's just too much. It's, I just can't do it. Maybe you can do it. You don't have as much laundry as I do, but it's just enormous. So I give myself about four days to get it done, especially during the winter because we just have way too many clothes. That way I have a mental break before the next week. And honestly, if it's not dirty, they don't need to wash it. So we've also kind of gone over those kind of things. And I don't want to do the laundry while everyone is gone because that's not helpful. I could try to get it all done during the day, but then I have to do it all myself and that just punishes me. So I wait till my people are around and they're around on the weekends. They're gonna have to help do this. Some people just like to do it all the time. I can't handle the stress that it puts on me, the burden. I need it to go away and give me a break and then start it back up. So whatever you need to do, the key here is you need to communicate that with your people so they know what to expect. So you're not having to harp on anybody telling them over and over again what your expectations are. They just learn. Mom wants the laundry down on Thursdays or whatever it is. That way it's just done and it's another thing you can check off your list. Number four, sort. <laughs> Some people say don't mess with sorting. It's a waste of time. Just throw in one of those Clorox tabs, but we sort. I have four bins in the laundry room and they can get piled pretty high. We have one for darks, one for lights, one's for whites, and then one for like a reddish color anything that's got a red tone to it. People may disagree, just say, just throw it all in. It'll, it'll be fine. I have two justifications for why I suggest that you sort. Number one is you really miss a great teaching opportunity. Use the life activity. It's a lot of work to get those clothes in the right bins, and there's a lot of brain activity that goes on in those minds that you're working with, and it's a skill. It's not really about laundry, it's a skill. And so you don't wanna waste the time. They also need to learn about clothes and laundry. They need to learn to look at the tags, to think about the fabric, to know about the care instructions, and they need to learn to follow my instructions, whether they want to or not. They need to learn all those things. And laundry is just one of those areas 
in which that can take place and it happens on a regular basis so we have a lot of opportunities this has sort of taken me years to teach and reteach fix or have them fix mistakes but i want them to be independent and i want them to know about laundry before they leave the house that's my goal it's not simply getting the job done we teach the process about clothes and about sorting that's one justification is the teaching aspect the second is that it's simply better for your clothes I have one daughter who is now independently doing her own laundry and has been for about two years. I have taught her the hows and the whys. She is now about to leave the house, but laundry is not something she cares about. And she just throws all of her clothes in and just like it is suggested all over the internet to do. She doesn't really think it matters. She knows what to do and her clothes that I bought at the same time and at the same stores as her sister are trash compared to her sister's clothes. They're just completely worn out. I have finally been able to show the difference and demonstrate that we are using the same washer. We are using the same soap. We are using the same settings. We are using the same dryer. We are using the same everything except one is throwing everything in, one is separating and doing the laundry differently. And one has clothes that are gonna last a long time and one has clothes that look terrible. I don't know why it makes a difference, but in my house, through my washer and dryer, it does. So we're gonna keep sorting. So do whatever you want, but that's just one thing that we have chosen to do, and I think it's been well worth it. Now, number five, make strategic decisions that work for you. One strategic decision that we make, you think laundry wouldn't be this complicated, <laughs> but it is, isn't it? One is choose colors over whites. When you're shopping for a shirt, or something like that, and you know you're gonna have to wash that thing over and over again, think about it before you purchase it. I don't care if you like the white one more. Think about how you're gonna get that thing clean and if the people wearing it are gonna be able to navigate that. My people can't navigate white. <laughs> Especially if it's the boys, I'm gonna go for earth tones. Things that don't show any kind of wear and tear if I can help it. Because I don't want to spend the time fighting the stains, rewashing it, soaking it. I just don't want to mess with it. So I'm going to choose colors over whites. That's one strategic decision I'm going to make before it even gets to the laundry room. Another one is to just know the right products that you need for your special situation. We wash all red tones with their own load. And I use Woolite for darks. If it's got some stinky sport clothes, I'm going to treat those also, but I like using Woolite for darks. It keeps the color. It still smells good. It still runs through everything. I just have to add the sport stuff if I know that's in there. That's just one thing that works for me. If you have a lot of stinky kids, like I do, arm yourself. I think I've got five in athletics right now. That's a lot of stinky clothes. So I keep those snuggle boosters. I have some kind of oxy odor eliminating Tide pod that I throw in when I need it. Sometimes I might be moving the load over and notice that it still reeks and I'm gonna have to redo something or um, add another something other and rewash it. And then I'm gonna know my washer because every washer is different. We just got a new one a few months ago. Maybe it's been a year. It runs real differently and I have to navigate the settings to make sure that I get everything out. You might wanna learn how to do that too and, and just work it until it works for you. Also, knowing what to dry versus what to hang. Some of you are thinking, hang? Why in the world would I hang anything? Well, because it really does make your clothes last a lot longer if you hang them. I hang a lot of stuff. I don't like to repurchase clothing. It's too expensive and I really don't have time to go shopping for it. 
So I try to take good care of the clothes that I have. And one of the ways I do that is I hang everything. My kids have to wear uniforms to school. They go to a public school, but there's certain things they have to wear and a lot of things they can't wear. They're gonna be there for three years. They're gonna be able to wear those clothes over one year or pass them down one or the other. And I want those clothes to last. We hang the shirts. We wash them in the wool light. We do everything we can to make sure those last. All the Lycra stuff we do not put in the dryer. The leggings, the Nike shorts, all of that kind of stuff. We leave out lots of unmentionables with elastic. Those also, they don't go through the laundry necessarily unless it's in one of those mesh bags. The dryer breaks down all of those fabrics. So all of my shirts, I do not send through the dryer. I hang most of them. The results are our clothes can be passed down or we can just keep using them for a really long time and they're still in good shape. They don't look like they're worn out. Both make hanging worth it. I've made my skeptic daughter a believer in this area. I've shown her the differences and she's changing her ways. Another thing I use, and this is kind of personal, I am a total, total fanatic about those dry L packs or the Woolite packs for dry cleaning. I don't just put dry cleaning stuff in them. I put my jeans in there, my nice shirts, anything that I really care about that I don't want to shrink or a kid to mess up or anything like that. I in particular, I, I've told you that, but I want it to stay like I bought it. I'm just gonna throw it in one of those dry L bags. I buy the starter kit and it comes with the bag and then the, you rip it open and it's got these like towelette things you throw in there with your clothes and then you throw it in the dryer for about 30 minutes. It sort of steam cleans everything and I just love it. So it's not that expensive and then I just lay it out and hang it up when it's done. And this I can do when everybody's gone, when the washer and dryer's not being used. So that's all the laundry that I get done when people are gone. I can even send a jacket through that I would normally have sent to the cleaners. I just love it. But you really do need to be there to stop it when it's done and lay those clothes out, just like you would anything else that's gonna hop out of the dryer that might get wrinkles in it. This is what I do when no one else is around. Those are my strategic decisions that I've made. So if you're trying to streamline your laundry process, make the most out of your dollar and make it a family affair, I think these are some great tips that I have acquired from other people and just trial and error that we have used that makes a family of 10 operate and function well on a regular basis. Go to the dollar store or to Walmart, something like that, and get you some of those mesh bags that zip and write on it with a Sharpie. It won't come off too easily. Really organized like that. That will save you so much time and pain from the socks to nowhere. Also, just get on board with everybody doing different jobs, and I think that will lighten your load a whole lot. Decide when you're gonna do the laundry. Just make a decision. It doesn't have to be a lifetime commitment. Make a decision, let everybody know. Say you're gonna try it, see how it works for you. Then teach them to sort, or however you want your system to be, but make sure they know how to do it. Everybody knows what you expect. Get everybody on board. Make strategic decisions that work for you. Make sure people understand those and stick with it. If you have any other ideas, because I'm always wanting to learn more, about things like this that make life happen a lot easier and in a more manageable way, please post them. This is gonna be posted online and then I'm gonna have it advertised on social media. So if you have anything like that, just put it on the She Yearns website or my social media platforms because we can always learn from each other. I'm not through learning. I would love to find some better suggestions for some things that I do. Thank you for participating today in this very real edition of the She Earns podcast. My life is now no longer a mystery to you. We have stinky dirty laundry too, 
and this is how we clean it. <laughs> have a great week. I hope you have loads of fun doing all of your laundry and you have just new insights as you enter the arena of the dirty socks and underwear. And I can't wait to be with you next time. Thank you again for tuning in today. We will be releasing a new episode every week. I would invite you to become a subscriber. And it really makes a difference when you share something here that you find helpful or encouraging. You make an impact. You may never understand the value or difference your suggestion or encouragement made in the life of a friend or a casual acquaintance just by passing your resource along. So please share what you find here with others. I would personally be grateful. Don't hesitate to like us on Facebook or Twitter or leave a review. For more truth-saturated, gospel-centered, spiritually insightful encouragement, please go to www.sheyearns.com where you will find reading plans, articles, and other resources to help stir a desire for God into your everyday life.